This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. Failing to spot certain problems created through human activity as ones that need to be dealt with by collective action risks those problems remaining unsolved. But which difficulties can be understood in this way? Tragedies like air pollution, water pollution, overfishing, deforestation and land overuse have often been the signal that an issue requires people to take collective responsibility. Dr Shazad Ansari argues that seeing certain aspects of human activity as commons before major tragedies occur could enable people to assume far greater collective responsibility. He believes that this way of thinking can be applied to areas as diverse as the reputations of oil companies to the fortunes of digital media providers on the World Wide Web. The main point we're trying to make is that normally we have an essentialist view of commons. So commons are out there, such as you could think of oceans or the atmosphere, um, as if they exist and then you need to govern them. And the problem around commons is that there's a free rider problem. So like there's, for example, there's the overfishing problem. People overfish, fish resources get depleted, and that leads to tragedies. So that's the sort of essentialist view around commons. And what we're saying is that commons is actually a logic, a meaning that you ascribe to anything. So commons are not out there, but we define anything as a commons if we construct a commons logic, if you like. So let me explain what I mean. So if you think about the atmosphere, let's say a few decades ago, the atmosphere was thought of as a dump. You could, you could pollute as much as you liked. It was an infinite dump that was just not affected by human activities. At some point over time, we began to realize that what we do actually affects the atmosphere and therefore our climate. But that realization wasn't there three decades ago. But the atmosphere was still there. We were polluting at the time. It just wasn't realized. So the idea that something is a commons is a realization or what we call the construction of a logic around something, and then it becomes a commons. So what prompted your study in the first place? Basically, it's an institutional or sociological view. So we wanted to take on the more economist conceptualizations of commons, building on the work of earlier work of the tragedy of the commons by Gareth Hardin from 1968, Manchur Olsen from 1965, and more recent, uh, even the more uh, famous Nobel Prize winning economist Lena Ostrom, who has theorized about commons. And we've learned from all of that work tremendously. We're not trying to say that work is, is, is not important. That's usually important. What we take issue with is the essentialist notion, and we're trying to bring a sociological notion of what a commons logic is that's constructed by human beings around any phenomenon. Among your conclusions is the the emergence of a commons logic is a transnational field, a non-linear process, and involves satisfying three conditions. This is not just what we have said for the first time, but commons has been thought of as much more broadly than just oceans and forests and the atmosphere. People think of reputation as a commons. The BP oil spill affects Shell. So that's the reputation commons, if you like. The activity of one firm in the chemical industry affects other firms in the industry. So that's what we call, a, or that's what has been described as a reputational commons. You could think of the internet as a commons. The problems of tragedies there is all of us download for free and all of us engage in piracy, it could lead to a tragedy. 
which in some cases in some industries it has, or is at least the science that it would lead to a tragedy. So that would be a digital commons. So for us, so commons is not just physical resources, it's also intangible resources like reputation, even global finance. This is all very sensible. Why has it not happened before now? And, and, and what you're saying is really is you need to control the commons. You need to govern the commons. Yes, that's exactly what we're saying. But f- before you govern the commons, you need to recognize something is a commons. And we're saying, for example, global security is a commons. If we shared our information, if we recognize the interdependencies even around global security or global health, we would have a different way of tackling the problem than in a very localized, nationalistic way because the atmosphere doesn't have boundaries. So what climate change teaches us, you can't have, let's say, territories in the atmosphere you could privatize and allocate rights over. The atmosphere doesn't care whether the emissions come from Denmark or whether they come from China or India, so it doesn't matter. So unless there's a joint approach, you won't tackle climate change. But this kind of thinking, that's obvious in climate change, because we know emissions are global, and it doesn't matter where they come from. But in the case of other fields like finance or security and, and, and health, this recognition is not there. We know that the interdependencies are there. We just don't recognize them or do enough or, or take the kind of action that's necessary to address these interdependencies. Will the players in the field, will the actors, as you call them, will they take notice of this? And will they actually respond to what you're saying, do you think? There's been some progress. I think, yes, it's a huge... I mean, these are called wicked problems. I mean, climate change, global poverty, uh, intractable conflicts, Israel-Palestine, if you name it. These are all what, you, what have been described as wicked problems. I mean, these are huge social or environmental problems. So we're just saying a way of tackling these problems is through constructing this logic. And we hope this, this, this idea gets traction, gets more recognition. But the idea that this, this needs to be built around issues for more effective management is the kind of message that we are hoping would, would come across from our work. Dr. Ansari, thank you very much. This programme was produced by Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series. 